She's a bit of a clown as well. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Is just the two of us today. Yep. We couldn't get Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, she was not available. But we are going to be talking about Barbie. Yes. The song so excited. that everyone is currently talking about, and for good reason. Yes. We saw it last Saturday. Yeah. In Glasgow, of all places. <laughs> of all places, yes. While on a road trip to Comic Con to go see Mandic, we, of course, opening weekend had to go see Barbie. Yep. And it was a brilliant choice. It was such a perfect end to the day. Yeah, it was It was just such a good film. I've never seen a cinema so busy. Like, it was crazy. Funny enough, I saw this morning, uh, I don't remember what social platform I was on at the time, but it was, uh, I think it was Cineworld basically sort of celebrating that they have 1.7 million people in uh, over the last week. That's crazy. And it is just insane. Like... Like it, all the everything's been sold out. Yeah, week, and it's just so nice to see people excited about cinema. Yeah, definitely. And obviously with Oppenheimer as well that we're not really touching on today, but the two films coming out at once. I, I was just going to say I have so much respect for the marketing teams. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they worked together. I feel like they probably did to some extent because it was absolutely brilliant marketing. Yeah, I would. I would really love to know whether when also when they got the dates that they both got same day that the marketing teams both emailed each other being like so <laughs> we're gonna work together on this honestly the two absolute complete opposite films it's brilliant yeah, yeah. Um, and that they could not be more different obviously i haven't seen oppenheimer yet no i haven't i mean unfortunately we couldn't do the whole barbenheimer experience no, because we were at comic-con but <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was barbie was so good we had such a great time in that screen like the atmosphere in the screen i think was a part of what made it so good because everyone was laughing together you know you could feel it it was really good it reminded me of when i went to go see spider-man uh titles escape the the most recent one the third one in this trilogy and it was such a shared experience that everyone clapped at the same time everyone was cheering at the same time like it had that atmosphere it definitely had a proper like marvel launch yeah. It's the same kind of like popularity and craziness, except it was two at once. So there was basically two Marvel films being yeah. released at once. Like, I mean, that's how I've explained it to a lot of people, like saying how busy it was. I was like, well, you've been to Marvel openings. Imagine that, but doubled. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's exactly what you said when we were there, because obviously it was so busy. And I will appreciate the fact that when we got there, our screen wasn't ready, but yeah. people were actually really respectful about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hear, like, there was your people mumbling, like, oh, I'm to wait for my food, but, but nobody actually. Like everyone was patient, everyone just waited, everyone just got on with it. It was actually a really nice atmosphere. But look, it brought the best in people. Definitely. <laughs> it was crazy. And then, like, because everyone was waiting for our screen at one side, and I was half expecting, like, everyone to just sort of push when they announced. No, everyone just walked comfortably. It was like, it was great. Yeah. It was great. Even if nobody could tell the alphabet in that cinema screen. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. People kept looking at J, and then the row K didn't have a letter on it. Like, the thing had... Um, obviously come off and it just seemed to completely confuse them yeah that then they couldn't work out where row l was yeah despite the fact that it just you know well, <laughs> <laughs> we were just like the like 
I mean, it probably didn't help that for some reason the lights went on. But yeah, it was very dark throughout. It's like when the lights go down and when the film's about to start, that's how it was the entire time. Yeah, it never came back on at the end either. So <laughs> I don't really know what happened to the lights. But we were just in the screening that where we just didn't have working lights. We just didn't have lights. But it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was good. This is going to be very spoiler filled because I feel like we can't talk about it without yeah. spoiling it. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the film, then yeah. just stop right now. Go to your nearest cinema. There'll be a screening soon. Just go now. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that uh, some people on my work still haven't seen it. It's mad. I mean, yeah. I know some people, it's just not their thing and that's fine. But yeah. um, but I feel like yeah. as as a filmer, like just for the concept of Barbie, it wouldn't be my initial first rush of, oh, that's what I really want to go see. Definitely not. Like when they first announced that it was going to be a thing. Yeah. I was like very confused about how it was going yes. to, how, like, how they were going to make it good. Like I was, I was skeptical to an extent. I try not to judge things too mm. much before they come out because you know until you've seen it, yeah, you don't know. But I was just the whole concept of it. I was very confused. Yeah. But then as more and more started to come out about it, I was like, oh, okay, this could actually be good. Um, and then obviously the hype. You get on the hype, and yeah, I think for me, I was very skeptical, thinking like, but this is a doll. How my my first thought was, do you remember the film Life Size? yeah that was my first thought in terms of films about mm-hmm. dolls and i was like they can't go down that route that would just be too cheesy and then i think the cast was the first thing that got me because it was really well casted and that's not so i was like oh, okay yeah and i, I think this that's is probably, promising that's probably drawn a lot of people in as well like mm. the number of big names in there and um like i know a lot of people well not a lot but i know a few people who obviously with duty got what have been cast as the doctor oh, yeah. doctor who fans going oh shooty's in it i'll go see it yeah. and actually I, and there's probably a lot of that with people who like margot robbie and people who write ryan gosling and mm. things like that you know um yeah i think i think you probably it draws people in with the big names as well yeah so overall you know there's the concept you know anyone who heard of barbie as a kid is going to be a bit intrigued yeah um and and then yeah the casting and the marketing and it was just all very very well put together to draw as as many people in as, as yeah you could. i think the trailer was very well done as well in terms of like i felt like it showed you everything but it showed you nothing at the same time definitely definitely it was because i i definitely did watched the first i did i only watched the first trailer actually i don't yeah, think i watched I any others the but the first trailer and i get the few from what other people have said I, I think they were all fairly similar in this sense that you actually left the trailer having no idea what the film was about yeah which for this i think it works really well yeah um and and that just gives you a little bit more intrigue and a little bit more like hmm, what's going on you yeah. know you want to you want to you want to see it you want to know what they're hiding from you yeah and i feel like now having watched it the film is definitely a lot more i'd say character and theme driven rather than plot driven and i think now watching the trailer back it, it's really reflective in that yeah, I mean the plot is limited, but but to its uh, not to its detriment. No, not at it, all. It's it works. It really works. Yeah, no, yeah. What I mean by that is in terms of obviously some trailers, you want to be able to see where the story's going. Yeah. But for this, you didn't need it. No. It's just the concept, and I mean the the visuals were stunning. Oh god, yeah, like the team. You know, hundreds of people i'm sure working on the visuals and and it was it was so so well done yeah um barbie land was an absolute triumph (laughs) (laughs) it really was 
um, and so many like memories for people who did have Barbies as kids. Yeah. Like I wasn't a massive Barbie kid. I didn't have loads, but it was still like, oh, I remember that. Even if I didn't have it, mm. I remember that being advertised. Like yeah. the dog, I remember the dog being advertised. I never wanted it. I don't think I ever had it, but yeah. just, a lot of like memories of that. And um, The only memory I have of Barbie is playing with them in my garden with my aunt I think but I liked them more for the storytelling aspect of obviously I was making up stories with them I think it was more about having things physically to move around and tell mm. a story rather than these are Barbies yeah but I think there was an aspect of that in the film as oh, well definitely. when they were talking about you know people making the stories and things like that so yeah. um it's like one of my favorite quotes from it was the fact that ideas live forever yeah yeah There's so many good quotes so many. I mean, the whole speech that I'm sure we'll get into when we get into more of the the whole speech oh. was... It's all I'm seeing on TikTok, but I'm loving it. Oh, it's just, I mean, uh, there's a Best Supporting Actress nomination right there. Oh, definitely. Please, it has to happen. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think an, uh, an underrated character of the film. Yes. Um, In a lot of the reviews and in general, I think, but the yeah absolutely incredible one thing that surprised me as well is how much ryan gosling stood out to me yeah i i think he was actually one of the standout parts of the film Mm. um i don't know if that's a bit controversial because it's a feminist film but it's that's what people were saying though everyone's also getting like uh, award nomination vibes off him definitely i think i think the way that character was played was absolutely brilliant yeah um you know ken was always second best to barbie at the end of the day like yeah barbie came first barbie, it was, it was always barbie it and was ken barbie. Yeah, you know it was always barbie and ken and i think um i think playing on that but then the way that he played that to sort of um to the same extent of expressing how a lot of women feel yeah in everyday life i think that was so clever mm. um it's so yeah yeah so clever i don't even know where to begin with this no i mean this i i guess the obvious obvious place to go is the feminist themes and, yeah you know that's been the biggest talking point the people that don't like the film are generally oh yeah a certain type of man (laughs) yeah they just don't get it like it's not a man-hating film at all it's i mean the way i think i best describe people is it's very truthful yeah and it highlights a lot of things about Mm. society about especially where we've grown up in the world we've grown up in in the way that it does it through storytelling which i think is the most powerful way you can tell it Mm. and i think one reason i think i really enjoyed it was because the themes themselves they are screaming at you but they're not screaming at you in a way that they're telling you, oh, here's the themes. You just, you can see it and you feel it through the way that the story is told and the way the characters are, like exactly what we're saying about Ken. Like, they don't need to outrightly say, oh, here's what he represents. They're showing it through his actions and his development through the film, which I think is just the best way to get a message across. Definitely. And I think, I saw this yesterday, I shared it on Facebook, um, and um, someone, uh, Callan, Bayron, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, tweeted, um, 
did you just like how Ken was portrayed? Did it make you feel uncomfortable yes. to see his identity tied solely to his perceived romantic interest and that he was only validated when seen through her gaze? You're really close to something big, sweetie. Keep going. <laughs> and I think, and the part part of what I found most interesting about that is that I had a comment from um, uh, my cousin's husband who said, was it most supposed to make me feel uncomfortable? I didn't get that from it at all. And I was like, that that is it. That yeah. is the point. If if you didn't feel uncomfortable, then you were already you already have the right opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like that's you know, that's what I replied to him. I was like, then you're already a great human. And actually, I mean, he's lovely, he's very respectful um of women in general. Um he adores my cousin, you know, he treats her very much as equal and all that. So he he's brilliant if you're listening to this Elliot hi. Um <laughs> but it, it just I think highlights the difference between people mm. and if it made you feel uncomfortable the fact that the immediate reaction was oh it's a bad film is is a very interesting mm. touching point yeah yeah I think it really highlights of people's different perceptions of society and it's like what you were saying like if obviously if they uh as a, I'm trying to think the best way to explain it if they see the way the world like a certain way and that's how they live it then they won't necessarily understand the perspective of someone else who lives it differently I know what I'm trying to say yeah I know I know what you mean I think and I think that was highlighted in the film and I think some people have got the message and some people haven't and that's always going to be the way but I think watching it from a a women's perspective and seeing it portrayed that way Mm. was jarring to an extent yeah but because it was so real. Yeah. And it's good to know that there's some men out there that don't see the world like that. And that's that's brilliant. But unfortunately, there's a lot of men that do. Mm. And um, we have, you know, the, that's that's how we live the world and how we don't cope with it sometimes. Yeah. And I think the portrayal of that through through Barbie's eyes seeing mm. the other side through Ken's eyes um living it in Barbie land and um and through you know the humans you see throughout um obviously especially the the uh, the main two but it's it's fascinating I think to see that portrayed from so many different viewpoints in mm. one film. Yeah, so that's what society is, isn't it? It's everyone perceiving it from slightly different perspectives. That's that's what life is. We all perceive the same situation very different ways because we're all very different people who live very different lives. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was touching and, and I think very emotional mm. at times. I think some of the, some of the lines you sort of <laughs> get a bit, caught by um but at the same time there was always a line just after it that made you laugh so it was brilliant (laughs) it it had that nice balance of well they said something serious and then also something funny but it worked because of the the context that it was in yeah and a lot of people saying oh it's such cheese films like it's it's cheese with class is how i describe it and it doesn't take itself seriously no and and i love that because although some of the themes are very serious um and and do really get you you still leave feeling at least i felt feeling over an overwhelmingly positive emotion 
yeah it was definitely one of those films that had so many layers and i think it will depend on you as a person how you see through the layers like obviously there's the very top of it being like like you said not taking it too seriously has that like the, the cheesy but good vibes you know the feel good comedy aspect is at the top and obviously as you get deeper it goes into the more intricate layers of obviously the feminism and all that yeah. and i think people will perceive it how deep they go into the layers and that's yeah that, but that's like definitely. any film yeah and i know a lot of people have cried at it and um i was definitely tearing up in in glorious speech yeah you know? that that was that was a lot it really hit home i think that did um but it was was really good and I and I liked all the you know there was a lot of little side plots going on yeah which were brilliant you know you had um the you know Gloria and her daughter whose name has escaped me Sasha Sasha and um and their relationship um you had Alan love you Alan (laughs) love you Alan Alan was brilliant um you know, so there was a lot. There was a lot going on, but it was, I think, it was really well mm. thought out. Yeah, I mean, the whole plot essentially, obviously, about how Barbie starts to feel less perfect, and obviously, all within mm. that, I think her whole journey of you know feeling things, I think, was a really representation of like when people start to sort of wake up to how things actually are. Yeah, and, and I think it was really interesting that skipping to the end but that she chose not to go back to the perfect life yeah because that's it almost took me a bit by surprise I didn't think you know in in your head it's like if you have the perfect life why would you ever leave it but actually you know the more you think back at it she discovered that there's more to life than just getting up putting on a dress and going to parties you know yeah and um and choosing to go into the real world and uh, you know live as a woman and and experience all the trials and tribulations that go along with that mm. actually making that choice at first you're like why on earth would you choose that but the more you think about it you know it's like no she was proud to be a woman mm. and we should be proud you know it's not easy but we should be proud <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think i mean the ending was the last line oh. was brilliant <laughs> It, I think it felt so real as just a situation not not for me personally but it's just a general thing about that's what yeah that's what happens yeah I mean it's it's less of a thing over here you know in the UK going to your gynecologist you don't you know, you know we have smear tests and things when you get to that age and yeah whatever but you don't go to your gynecologist no. regularly whereas I think I get the impression it's a bit more, unless it's just a film thing, I get the impression it's a bit more of a thing over in America going yeah. to your gynecologist. And, um, and it, but even in the UK, you know, everyone found that hilarious. It was yeah. a brilliant ending. It really showed, you know, that she had gone to live as a woman doing the, everything we do, yeah. good and bad. <laughs> I feel like it was really nice to sort of end it on something that, again, it was so real rather than, because at first when she was like, I'm going to go do this, I thought, oh, okay, is she going to go work for Mattel? Or like, yeah. if the, you know, the end of the film, it's really big up different thing. I'm like, I'm going to, I've just achieved my dream. And now you kind of see them just about to start living. It sort of ends well, see where they want to get to. Mm. But with her, it was instead of she's, you know, instead of doing this amazing job or whatever because we don't know essentially what she does apart from this just going somewhere so 
normal. And they made it sound like she was going to a job as well. That's yeah. the thing, like with the, all the in the car and we're wishing yeah. her luck and all this. And you're like, oh, she's going for a job, blah, blah, blah. We're in the big building, you know. Like, yeah. oh, and then when she asks that, you're like, okay, okay, that was really good. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of sets you up. I think it then it kind of highlights well how we perceive certain things. Obviously, going there can be a really big deal. Obviously, again, more of an American thing. But, but but I guess you can you can put it on the same level as going for your smear test here, which again you haven't got there yet. But it, it's you know it is a massive thing, mm. and it's not something that men have to you know they have their equivalent to an extent, but it's it's not quite as invasive, <laughs> and um, and it is a massive thing, and it's but it's just so. It's just something we do yeah. and you don't think about it as a big thing and then they put it at the end of this massive movie <laughs> um and her reaction and the reaction of like of her friends you know it was just it was brilliant yeah no, i really enjoyed it i think i really enjoyed i think my robbie essentially was just incredible as well just absolutely the, brilliant yeah the highlighting of these sort of these slow emotional sort of downpour as well how she went from this really bright sparkly i think is what i used to describe her obviously when she's you know living that best life in barbara and then when, when things start to you know become a lot more real it it if to me it just felt like that big thing of like it was that realization moment i think because i think that's where i kind of relate to it in terms of like you when you, you know when you go through this big realization it's like things do just start to sort of clear but you don't always like what you see, but you're happy knowing it's the truth. And I feel like that's kind of what she got from it. But then obviously when she goes on this big journey, like, oh, must go and fix it. And I think it was this whole thing about like, she's wanting to make this change, but then through it, she realizes that she can't completely change it. She has to also then embrace it. Yeah, definitely. You know what else I absolutely loved was the, the narration. Oh, the narration was brilliant. Um, the breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah, like <laughs> the um, note to the writers, Margot Robbie isn't the person to cast if you want to make this point. I think especially because she wasn't the initial Barbie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what just made it. But it was just all, I thought that was a, so funny. That was such a good like little side swipe. And yeah. Yeah. Helen Mirren as the narrator absolutely brilliant yeah it was a really good choice i think as well when you talk about one thing that really stuck out to me was when barbie and ken first go to the robot and on the roller skates skating down the really famous place in america i can't remember the <laughs> <laughs> true. that was it i was i recognize it yeah the name is gone yeah that place and obviously then you have as soon as she gets there i feel like it was it was meant to feel like it's over exaggerated but it's not Mm. when obviously all those men were looking at her and this when the objectification themes come in yeah obviously that wasn't a thing really in barbie land it no i mean it i think it, it wasn't there was an extent of it with ken yeah with the kens but yeah but obviously barbie had never experienced that and it had never been done to the same level over there yeah Exactly. So I feel like it, I think it felt over exaggerated because we've just gone from Barbland where it was, I feel like it was always underlining, but it was never, I said it's never a problem, but do you know what I mean? I think it's because it was just. It yeah, was, it was different. It was yeah. Different. 
yeah whereas obviously it comes to real world I think because then it was so full-on mm. it felt over the top but then you look at it and think but no this is that is what this happens. is what it happens yeah. yeah this is what it is in fact I saw a tweet from someone um who went to see Barbie yesterday and uh, it was uh, them and their little sister and on the way back they were getting loads of like morphosaurs and mm. It's like you've just seen that film and then you walk out into that, you know, it's like Ugh. that is exactly the problem. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that was, and, and that was, it was very quick, wasn't it? And I think mm. you, you had the contrast very quickly and the fact that they didn't know how to react to that. Yeah. Um, and that Barbie immediately felt isolated and scared and all those feelings that you do get when this happens to you I think and it was portrayed very very well I think mm. with her reaction yeah I think it was very real her reaction as well and also the confusion they're like well why why do you feel the need to do this to me like what what are you getting out of this yeah yeah it's just a, it's not it doesn't yeah they don't get it it's not no I think I loved her confusion as well obviously when she went up to the builders thinking oh I'll go talk to them, they'll, they'll be able to help me. And then she's just shocked to see it's just all men. Men, yeah. Because it is, it's the opposite. You know, in Barbie Land, the women do all the all those jobs. The Kens are just there. <laughs> <laughs> They're just there to be Ken. There to be Ken. To beach. <laughs> to beach. His job is beach. Ken was just so funny. He was. He was. Absolutely. Honestly, I know we've already touched on it, but... I feel like now we're, we're from... talking about the real world, though, we need to get a bit more into it because I feel like his kind of awakening in terms of, oh, maybe things shouldn't be this mm. way. Patriarchy. Yeah, and just sort of going down that whole rabbit hole of like, oh, but this is how history has taught us things. Like, this is, this is what happened. Maybe this is how things should be. Because obviously it's, it was yeah. a complete switch to obviously how in other stories we've had where they go somewhere else and they realize, oh, okay, things in my world aren't right, but they should make those changes. Obviously, this felt very reverse. Yeah, this was very much, you know, Ken saying that, ooh, he could have all the... I'm not sure that's my microphone. Um, I think that's it. Um, He could have all the good stuff, you know, to the detriment of the Barbies. And um, and then going back and implementing that, Mm. I think, was, um, was interesting. I think the fact that he did it so quickly mm. as well, it really sort of showed that it's when certain people make those changes because of the influence that they have, yeah. it doesn't take long. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it, it showed that it showed that neither side was right as well. Yeah. I think it showed that yes, Ken's decisions were wrong and they shouldn't have been there, but at the same time it showed that and, and they showed this in the film that the barbies realized that they'd been maybe taking things too far as well and you know so they they sort of reached a compromise to some extent Mm. um but yeah it was it was very interesting yeah i think i read somewhere as well not touching anything we just said about because we're in the real world um when barbie goes and talks to sasha at the table that those also there's four girls there, Sasha and three friends, and they're meant to represent the brats. Yeah, I thought that was just really nice touch. 
much. Yeah, um, I think all the names were the same as well. Because I don't know about you, but I remember the whole thing was always Barbie versus Bratz. Yeah. Like, are you a Barbie girl or you're a Bratz girl? Yeah, definitely. I was a Barbie girl. Same. Although I did have a Bratz blanket. <laughs> I think someone bought it for me, though. <laughs> all these things. But yeah, I think little touches like that was again sort of having this point where like it's it's not taking itself too seriously and and whatnot and i think watching the whole thing now i see so i remember re- i read before uh it was out that margaret was like she read the script and was like i'm never gonna let's make this and now having obviously seen it read more about it i love how much they involve the actual company uh Mattel. i just thought that was just such a brilliant move yeah i think having having it revolve around Mattel was very clever and all the male board members and stuff like that making decisions about Barbie. Yeah. I think it just finds the whole idea as well about how can you, when you don't live this life, you don't experience this, how can you effectively, you know, make a product that's meant to go out to this audience when you don't know how this audience lives? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it was very smart, very smart way of doing the film mm. you know this this revolving and mattel running it like they you know <laughs> barbie land exists and they know and it must be separate and yeah it was very clever yeah that was i did i did wonder at first and obviously when we kind of found out that oh okay the real world is still there it's not just barbie land and the fact that they mm. knew about it yeah it was it was just such a good plot point and the ways they had to get there <laughs> Oh my god, the the graphics and the visual effects of that were just so good. Yeah, and it was it was so funny. I think it was exactly what it needed to be. It reminded me of Enchanted. Yeah, in the way that obviously it starts off when they're in Fairland, it's cartoon, and the real world, it's live action. I always really appreciated that from that film, and it really reminded me of that. Obviously, because it gets a lot less vibrant when you go to the real world. Yeah, yeah, the cut, even the coloring on it. Mm um was really well done to sort of make you feel the difference mm. between the two worlds yeah so good i think we still got speech we do need to talk about speech my gosh the speech is just i everything shared it on facebook so i'm gonna get it up i don't think you can hear this too many times um okay it's literally impossible to be a woman. You are very beautiful and very smart, and it breaks my soul that you think you're not good enough. Like, we're always supposed to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. We have to be skinny, but not too much. And you must not say you want to be skinny. You must say you want to be a healthy weight. But also, yes, you have to be skinny. You must have money, but you can't ask for money, because that would be rude. You've got to be a boss, but you can't be tough. You must lead, but you cannot crush other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mum, but you don't talk about your kids all the time you have to be professional but also take care of everyone else you're responsible for men's misbehavior which is crazy but if you notice that you're accused of being a wine you're expected to keep yourself pretty for men but not so pretty that you try them too much or threaten other women because you're not supposed to be part of the sorority you must always stand out and be very grateful but never forget the system is fixed so find a how to acknowledge it but remember to be grateful you must never grow old never be rude never show off never be selfish never stumble never fail or show fear and of course you must never be sassy it's very hard it's too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you and in turn and it turns out in fact that not only are you doing everything wrong but everything that happens is your fault 
I'm tired of seeing myself and every other woman doing the impossible for, the, for others to love us. So. It's, it's, I think that was at the point I reached for everyone to start clapping. I think everyone was a bit like, should we? I don't think. <laughs> I wonder if anyone else has actually had that happen in their screening because I really wanted to. It I was must like, have happened I really wanted to we like. And America Ferrera, absolutely. Oh. That honestly, I've said I've said it already. I say it again. Supporting actress nomination, please. Like, yeah, she was incredible, mm. incredible. Um, and that speech absolutely sold it because yeah. it was very heartfelt the way she said it in the film. Mm. Um, you really felt like you were being talked to, you know, it's like... Yeah, it, it felt very real. I think it felt like as well, obviously, these were all themes that have been touched on throughout the whole film, but have it all come together and sort of said directly, mm. I think is what had the biggest impact. Yeah because you saw bits of this throughout the entire thing through what Barbie represents, what they meant to represent and what they did represent. And then just to have it said in such plain terms, spoken to you. Yeah. I think it's just so true as well. Everything. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It was, it was, it's very real, very real. Mm. And um, like you say, it had been touched on, but having that direct, you know, just it said, Everything that they've been saying through the film just said in plain words yeah. from emotion, from a mother. You know, it it was, yeah, it, it was very, very intense, mm. I think. Yeah, I think intense is a really good way to describe it. Yeah, and I think that was, you know, throughout the film, everyone had been a bit jolly, blah, 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 you know, the screen wasn't the most quiet, but nobody really cared and whatever. Everyone was quiet. Yeah, for that, everyone, because you could not hear a pin drop during that. Bit. because everybody, everybody was listening. Um, there was a, a dad sat in front of us with his daughter, who kept asking questions, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I thought that was really touching to see. And yeah, I was, I just thought, you know, for for a dad to be there with his daughter, hearing that, yeah. You know, you really hope that it hit home for some people. Yeah, it's funny actually because I saw a TikTok the other day. So obviously, all everything we're talking about is Barbie, and there was it just came up on my for you page. It was just a dad who was saying that he he hopes that it resonates with people. Like he's got a wife and two daughters, and he really hopes that you know they can grow up with like you know not not feeling all this. So like he wants to do all he can to help them through this and like just be like their ally in it and I think yeah I think it's really nice how it can impact different people if it doesn't impact them directly they can be like I understand it and I'm here to, to help you any way I can and just to change the narrative yeah, yeah I, I do really want to see it again I think one thing I've seen a lot around as well is kind of connected to the speech but then also what they initially wanted Barbies to be versus what they actually became and I think Overing a lot about it in terms of like it wasn't the actual it wasn't Mattel it wasn't the company that sort of subverted the uh the themes of Barbie it was just society mm-hmm. obviously they were putting out this in their mind a very positive role model of oh so they wanted to focus on more of the career aspect and you can do anything vibes like that's what they wanted they didn't focus on at first obviously the image of Barbie which is very you know kind of I say squeaky clean in terms of the what society 
wants you to be like yeah that wasn't their focus their focus was on the actual you know looking beyond that whereas obviously then society twists in terms of like no we're going to focus on these issues so you forget about that and that really stuck with me in terms of obviously just a lot of things it's put out with such a different message but then it's so twisted by the time it's like Chinese whispers when it gets to you it's so warped that you don't even you can't see the the initial what it was supposed to be and that kind of then warps your opinion of what it is because you look at it and think oh I don't like this because of this messaging when actually it's not its initial messaging it's yeah. been so twisted throughout that you get this other version of it yeah I love that yeah. So many people can see the film. Yeah. Greta, first female director to get this much. Yes. It's getting to a lot of people. Mm. And if a few of them see it and make changes from it, if a few of them see it and make changes from it. Yeah, I think so. I think things like this as well, I think a lot of issues we have just generally that reflect in this. I'm really hoping we'll sort of like die out with generations. Mm. It's something that because I recently started back up my ace one, and one of the things I touched upon there was certain things like generational trauma, and from stuff that I've seen, it's stopping with our generation because we're becoming a lot more aware of it, and we're not repeating the same patterns, which then causes more damage on future generations. I f- I'm really hoping this will have a very similar like ripple effect in terms of, like even people our age who say we're not living like this anymore, we're going to be better. It won't stop everything in the world, but it means that obviously then when we grow up, we'll, when, when we get to the top end of the chain, which, you know, not for a long time, please, um, you know, we'll have better ideas about how things should be and then that will ripple down to, to further generations. So Yeah, one thing at a time, but yeah. hopefully making those changes will get Yeah. We also just appreciate that there was no romantic plot line. I really liked with his character, it was that realisation of obviously when you first meet him, he's very much like, I exist to make Barbie happy. So I want to be, I don't really matter unless I'm with her, which I think really reflected how a lot of people felt about relationships, being like, oh, I can't be my best self or I'm not going to be happy until I'm in a relationship. And then obviously through it, he comes to the realisation of I don't need to be with her in that way to be who I am. And I really liked that. Oop, don't know what happened, but Steph's microphone just died there. So we're going to wrap this up here. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And come back next week for a whole other episode.